Alright, ladies and gentlemen and listeners all over the world, we are back with another episode of Over the Ropes. This is your boy, JB. I'm Jay. And I'm Trey. And I got my little man, my son, John Trey, here this time. I know I had my son, Savion, here the last time. So, John Trey, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> short words, <laughs> say a lot. But we're going to go ahead and start this off, man. Um... We're going to start it off a little bit AEW talk, man. Something that just really, really, uh, you know, excited me about, you know, their show on Wednesday was the eight-man tag match with the Young Bucks uh, and teaming up with FTR versus Butcher and Blade and the Lucha Bros. Cero. <laughs> Cero. Muerte. You know, those are my dudes. But overall, this match was freaking amazing. Like... I think it was probably the best match that they had on that show. Yeah, like... Yeah. It, and, you know, just to see how, like, everybody was in tandem and, like, both teams were working, working together and... You know, it was like a dance. Like, you watching a dance competition. I mean, I watched the Lucha Bros do stuff that you haven't seen. I don't know. I still don't know what that powerbomb move was that when he flipped over the rope and powerbomb dude. Yo, Ray Phoenix is ill, man. Like, I've been watching Ray Phoenix and uh, Pentagon Jr., Pentagon Dark when they were with uh, Lucha Underground. And I can say, like, Lucha Underground was very underrated because that, you know, that wrestling show was, like... I don't know. It was like hardcore lucha wrestling. It was like they're in the stands. I was, yeah. I was watching like a, a rerun, and I'm talking about dudes are fighting the fans, and I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Get everybody in. I didn't really watch Lucha Underground like that. I think it was on the L Ray channel and yeah. other yeah. stuff that I didn't get at the time. Yeah, but you know, uh, the Lucha Bros and Butcher and Blade, they uh, they came up with the victory. I was really surprised, like actually getting to watch. Butcher and Blade, they're actually pretty good, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, one yeah. thing that was exciting was watching uh, the Young Bucks and FTR switch off doing their uh, tag finishers with each other mixed up. I thought that was pretty dope. Well, you know, they building that feud. I was about to say, well, you know, because everybody said that um, FTR and the Young Bucks weren't going to work well together. And I mean, to me, it, besides the the one mishap that happened at the end of the match, you know, that caused them to lose. Right. I mean, even after the match was over, they shook hands and yeah. and hugged it out. So, I mean, I don't know what feud you can really go with. when It's a lot of respect there, but at the same time, FTR wants to prove that they're better than the Young Bucks. Because like, like we said a couple episodes ago, everybody... Young Bucks have been crowned the best tag team of the decade. They've been ta- they've been tag champs all over the world. And th- and one thing I would like to say, shame on you, WWE. Shame on you. You pad like you literally passed off passed up on a diamond in the rough because yeah. what I Ooh, see FDR? them yes, what I see yeah. them doing in AEW is nothing compared to what they were doing in uh, well, WWE. I mean, if you think about it, WWE's tag team division is pretty much trash except for a few. And they don't invest. No, they no, don't, they don't no. Invest. Say, say it honestly. No, it's trash. It is trash. But I mean, you got a few good tag teams that are in WWE. Oh yeah. I mean, you got the New Day. You got the Usos. Right. I mean, you got you got a few of them that are holding it down for the tag team division. But other than that, outside of you know, like <laughs> like for everybody else, is just it's just I think horrible. It's because AEW made it a point. At their opening press conference, they made it a point to say that tag team wrestling was going to be a priority. It needs to be a priority. It should be a priority. I mean, you have a tag team championship for a reason. And that's what they're taking from 
the long gone WCW. WCW is very well known for tag team wrestling. They had great individuals, but if you watch their tag team matches, like those are some of the most watched matches. And the crazy thing is, WWE used to have an amazing tag team division. Their tag team division, their tag team division has always fallen below the line. After factions. the Hardys and yeah. the Dugleys and stuff were long gone, or they passed you know, up factions. Yeah, stuff their like tag their tag team division has never come recovered mm-hmm. from that. They had a good little stint when they had, um, you know, they the Usos. They had um, uh, uh, the New Day. They had um, American Alpha. Yeah, American yeah. Alpha. And see, I think that's where WWE uh, fails at that is because. They create these makeshift tag teams instead of bringing And then they in. put the build on them. Right. And, and then they, I mean, because nobody, let's be honest, Sheamus and Zorro, nobody expected that to really last or work. No. And then it worked. It did. It worked. That, like, that was one of the ones that actually. But they held work. down the tag team division for a very long time. They did. You know? And at that point, they were already solidified in their singles career exactly. as being top tier wrestlers. So, yeah, you make a tag team like that, but you're talking about like. Don't get me wrong, Buddy Murphy very talented, Seth Rollins very talented. Do they make a good tag team? No. Not really. No. You know, uh, the Miz and Morrison, they've been a tag team before. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They were a tag team a while ago and they held the belts for a while. Uh-huh. But I mean, not to get off of FTR and off of AEW, but I'm just saying, like, like I said to y'all during the show, I was like, have you noticed that this whole part two of the, the Fighter Fest, nothing, it was but, nothing but tag team. Nothing but tag I said, team. Like, I was like, get to that because there was another match. It was um, Paige and Omega versus Private Party. Which was yeah. a great match. Great. Great match. I think that was, I think to open up a show, that was probably the best match to yeah. open up a show. I mean, they, they put the hype. And what was to come for the rest of the show, especially exactly. like the eight man tag. I want to go ahead and put it out there. I love Private Party. Yeah, oh, yeah Private Party. Yeah, Private, Private Party like, legit. Like on the realness, and this isn't about race, but like black tag teams are very undershadowed. You talking about one of the greatest tag teams in wrestling, Harlem Heat? Yeah, like yeah. they they ran WCW for yeah. a while. You know what I'm saying? Good job, Private Party. You bringing that culture back into tag. I, team I like wrestling. what they can do. Private Party can wrestle. I mean, they have everything. You know, they got the high flying. I mean, did you see that dag on that that splash that yeah. he did from how high up he got yeah. it from? I was like, bro, that like yeah. I think them versus Street Profits would be a great match. Did. They're exactly the same though. I mean, if you think about the way that they act, the way that they wrestle, yeah. I mean, Street Profits a little bit more out there. Out, and don't get me wrong, I like which is, is a he's more of a brawler. Yeah, than a bigger I, dude. I like what Street I like what Street Profits are doing. I mean, other than the segment that they had with the Viking Raiders, which was horrible. <laughs> but I mean, like when they actually get in the ring and wrestle, yeah. I mean, their athleticism comes out and it's a show every single time. It is so. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, you know, if any of you are tuning in, um, the Street Profits are out right now because Dawkins just had a child. So yeah. congratulations to Dawkins. They know. are still the tag champs. They are. And I mean, they only defended, they finally got into the ring and defended <laughs> the titles after what? Like, what was it? Like five or six weeks of of dumb promos? Yeah. And then the thing about another tag team that they put together, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander, they over here feuding with Bobby Lashley and MVP. They're not that, even thinking about tag But titles. that has the potential to be a fantastic it tag does. team. It, if does. They did it, right. it does. I mean, I like when Ricochet was with Aleister Black, honestly. Yeah. And that I, was a good tag team. And I'll give it to you, Jay. Um, 
you know, it, it looks like uh, Andrade and Garza will probably be going after the tag team title. I'm just you, to get yeah, some I'm I, don't, I don't see them breaking them up. Yeah, you know, but I still do. But that's a, but, that, but that's like, another thing that I'm talking about, though. Like these tag teams that they're putting these single single competitors together and creating these tag teams. I mean, look at AEW. Look at Omega and uh, Hangman. Uh, yeah. They I mean, they were together as a group with the Elite, but they weren't at the actual. They weren't. They were an actual tag team, right? Right. You know, they put them together. They AEW. talk about it every week. They talk about how they weren't a tag team. Yeah. They were supposed to be a tag team. But they worked very well together. I mean, that was a fantastic match that they had. They have great chemistry. Yeah. yeah. Since we since we go ahead and drop, you know, the elite, we're gonna keep it on AEW for a little bit. Um for the fight for the falling card. So uh we got the elite, which is Bucks and Omega versus Jurassic Express. How do y'all feel about that? I think it's good. I like I I like Marco Stunt because he's, you know, I'm saying a small guy, but he reminds me of what's his name, Drake Maverick. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, 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 yeah you know, I mean, uh, he it, it, a lot of people don't know. I actually looked this up. Um, the dude. I don't know his damn name, but he wears a dinosaur mask. But uh, Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus. There we go. He was actually in WWE. Yeah. Was he? Yeah. He was. He was in WWE. So were the Young Bucks. He was in. I know I the Young he, Bucks were. I think he was in. Yeah, I actually watched that too. But he was um he was in NXT and he did get called up to SmackDown. as, as Luchasaurus. Nah, oh, nah, okay, I was he gonna was say masked off. So uh, yeah, all right, all right. he kind of looks like Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, the guy that plays Aquaman, he looks like him yeah, with the mask for, off. He really That's does. Funny. But um, I mean, he, I, I mean, I've seen a, a, a couple of his matches in uh, Lucha Underground. Yeah, and I mean, dude can wrestle. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for them to let the handcuffs off. So is, he uh, has too much potential. Well, here's the thing about it, because he was commentary for so long, mm-hmm. and now he's not commentary. So, so he's going back to action. Who Luchasaur? Yeah. Okay, I, I mean, I I haven't been really watching like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I think it was like a minor injury while okay. he was on. Um, while he, he was, was off. Uh, he had because you know uh, Jungle Boy and MJF got a little thing going. Yeah, and Warlow and uh, Luchasaurus been having a little back and forth too. Yeah, so I mean, I'm just waiting for them. I to, gotta watch Dynamite I, more. I, I'm I'm just waiting for them to really unleash him, man. Like he got the build of something crazy. Yeah. Uh, but the next match, uh, of course, one of the big matches um, for the t- uh, AEW championship uh, John Moxley versus Brian Cage. Speaking of Brian Cage he was awarded a, a certain title I, I don't know how I feel okay. about that. So I know, I know exactly what Jay said. It's like this title is kind of irrelevant. Yeah that's what I'm saying. But it opens up the door at the same time. So it opens up the door to AEW once again. Tell them what the title go- is. Huh? Tell them what the title is. What the FTW title? The FTW. Yeah, we didn't say what it was. Oh, the yeah. FT. Yeah, FTW. I thought you didn't name drop it. No, no you didn't. Oh, you know, oh. Nobody well, it's the FTW title, which was once held by Taz. Brian Cage manager Taz. Uh, back when Taz was with FTW, he retired. Well, he left the company with that title, so yeah. he never lost. It yep. was never vacated. He gave it to Brian Cage, so Brian Cage could have a title. Uh, that's what I don't. That's what that, I don't like about it. That was just Taz brought that title because ECW wouldn't give him right the main title. Yeah, but and right. this is the thing: <laughs> if you are a real wrestling like guru like we are, 
somebody give you a title before a title match, you fucking lose it. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You're that, that was a horrible segment, and then you call out Moxley after he got the title. Like, ah. I mean, you just set your man up to lose. Yeah, that, I mean, I don't, I don't see where they're gonna like, go. Like, is Moxley gonna get this title? If he That's what him? I'm saying. Like, I don't understand like what the whole angle is with this title like is this the new title that's going to be going around AEW? that's what i'm thinking or, i'm thinking this is like is this like a little you know second tier title i gotta look like it up a, and see because did he did he did he buy the copyrights for this title from? it still has his name on it if you look at the ch- title at the top it says taz I mean, I guess he. I, I mean, in order for him to do it, I'm sure he has to have the copyrights for the title. Now, unless Taz somehow owns FTW now or something like that, or is running it or managing. Well, you know how after you win a title, at least with WWE, you get a replica of it. Well, I mean, you get the actual, you get the actual title, and well, yeah, you get the replica of it. Yeah, there. so yeah. that may just be a, that may just be a replica. I mean, it could be a replica. It, it, I mean, it still got Taz's name. But on just it. like you say, it has to be some kind of copyright. I just want to know what the I just, I just want to know what the angle is of him giving him because that they title. didn't say it's title for title. That's what I'm saying. They one they didn't say it was title for title, and then they didn't say if this was going to be a title that's going to be like defended on AEW. I just, just find it funny. The whole segment just didn't make sense because he just handed him the title, and then he goes, "Oh, here's your new FTW champion." Like that was that was horrible. That was trash. Yeah, I, I just I, I I find it funny that you know. WWE drops the title. And then we yeah. both know that he's not going to be Moxley. I mean, everybody knows he's not going to be Moxley. Nah, anyway. it's still shooting up for that NJF and Moxley. Exactly. Fight. So, I mean, I guess they gave him the title because, you know, after that, then he, somebody's going to challenge him for that title. I don't know. I, I guess we'll have to wait Probably and see where it goes. Probably watch it be like Lance Archer or somebody. <laughs> Since we're still on titles, real quick before we move on. When are they gonna fucking upgrade this uh, TNT title? They're not upgrading. I'm tired of looking at this they, dog on carbon steel, plastic aluminum foil. <laughs> Looks like you're putting on a fake first, grill. Title. First off, Cody Rhodes shot himself in the foot when he posted up the final renders and he was trying to show like what it's going to eventually look like because I think with everything that's going on with COVID and stuff I, I just think that right now it's not an option for them to well now it may, now okay so now it, it, it the question I want to ask is that can they not afford it because I don't w, it, or they don't have the connections to make a I don't think it's title. I don't think it's I, that's what I was about to say. I don't think it's them affording the title. I think it's just finding somebody because think about it. They they had the title, the current title out in circulation right now, right? Yeah. So basically, whoever was creating the title, I guess they'll have to just create a whole new one, which. It's not like WWE where you can just snap your fingers and then you got a, a, a dozen titles just sitting there ready yeah, to go. Yeah, and then, it, you know, that's my mind be clicking. I'm like, so the person who makes the titles for WWE, is he like on contract? I'm pretty sure he's on contract. I'm pretty, come on now. I mean, think about how many titles. I mean, not not the cheap ones that are that are sold in mm-hmm. stores and right, stuff. Right. You know, the little non-metal replicas. But I mean, when you talk about the artificial actual replica yeah. championships, I'm pretty sure those are done by somebody that's employed by WWE. All right. And then <laughs> speaking of Cody, he has a challenger for Fight for the Fallen. Sunny Kiss. <laughs> Listen, we're not gonna we're not, we're not gonna take a, a lot of time on this one because yeah, just yeah, I don't see Cody losing that title anytime soon. I mean, we don't see it happening, especially not to Sunny Kiss. Like, I, I if I lost see, to somebody could, with the name Sunny Kiss on it, I'm just first of all, I can see why they would give it to him political reasons, but oh, uh, 
I don't know. You might lose a couple. I mean, you too. never know. If you want something drastic and major to happen, I mean, yeah. you, you know, try to replicate when, when Undertaker lost and everybody was just silent and quiet and stuff. You'll never silence. Before we go on, you'll never silence a crowd like that. Okay? No, never. Like, like that, yeah, you, you'll never. It don't matter. No. From here on out, it doesn't matter what any one of these companies do. It's too long to build somebody else. Yeah, you exactly. never have a crowd as silent as when the Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar. Nah. I mean, I've never seen almost 80,000 people just completely just like... It was like somebody died. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but back to back to Cody Rhodes. No, he's not losing that. Okay. And then Lucha Bros versus FTR. Straight up. Straight up. Tag team original. They're calling Lucha Bros out, saying that you know I want to see it. Botching, I can't wait to see it. Botching these tags, like they don't be officially tagging it. And if you looked at the eight man tag, I did see a I part. saw one. I saw yeah. one where he kind of like tagged his back, but he didn't really yeah. tag. Yeah, and the ref in. caught it. It yeah. was like nah, no tag, no tag. But hey. he came into the ring anyway. Hey, so, yeah, I, I caught it. I I saw that. I uh, saw that too, and I was like, okay. I see FTR yeah. winning. Lucha Bros are my boys. I don't know, man. You never, you'd be surprised, though. I mean, Lucha Bros is on, is on a hot I streak right depends, now. It depends on, because Lucha Bros just came back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After injuries and COVID. Mm-hmm. They finally are back. But, you know, they're still trying to build. Everybody knows FTR is great, but at the same time, they haven't lost yet. Right. In, in, in two-on-two competition. Mm-hmm. So... I'm not sure. I, I, but the, I but you got yeah, think about it though, okay? Yeah, FTR hasn't lost, but what do the fans want? Not not, not granted, the company's going to always decide on what the fans want. Yeah, you know the fans what I'm want FTR, of course. Do you think they want FTR? I think, yeah, yeah, I think they do. Yeah. Just I was getting some. I was getting some mixed reactions in the eight man tag. Um. And maybe it was because of the dislike for Butcher and Blade. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe it was for the like of the Young Bucks, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? With them being top of the company. But um, do I see Lucha Bros eventually winning the title? Of course. Yeah. They're dominant. Like, you can't take that away. Yeah. Do I see FTR definitely going high in the company fast? Yes. They don't want to make the same mistake WWE did. And then speaking of Lucha Bros, I'm ready for uh, Pac to get back so we can see the death triangle. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Pac over there, he hemmed up in the UK. Hey, right that, now. That's yeah. what happened with Pentagon. He was hemmed up in Mexico. Yep. Mm-hmm. And finally got released. So, um, all right. So that now, all, that all we got? yeah, I think that's all we got with AEW. Okay. So now we about to switch it sideways. We're going to go into something Big, big, big. big. <laughs> who who, who want to introduce this? Let me party? go ahead and introduce go ahead, this. This is my man. Go okay? ahead. Because, you know, now we're talking about the new. I'm going to do it in my Paul Heyman voice. Okay. I want to introduce you to the new defending, undisputed, yeah. North American, yeah. and yeah. NFT champion, Keith Lee. Keith Lee, baby. Keith Lee. Glory. Hey, yes, man. Sir, Listen, I was excited. Like, I excited. think that was if I if I remember, I looked at it. That was the most tuned in match. Yeah, I mean, come night. on, you think about it, AEW and NXT showing they're both their their pay per view worthy, yeah. you know, on on 
cable television, okay? The last hour. I know I was flipping back and forth, flipping back and I forth. I didn't have it on the TV and my phone. Yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then as soon as I saw Keith Lee's music, hey, what I say to y'all? I said, all right, I got to go. Right, I got to watch you. All right, yo. Yo, Jared Orange Cassidy, you going to catch me later. I think, <laughs> I, I think that was kind of smart that AEW ran their segment a little bit longer so people can tune back over yeah. to see, like, the ending of their match because AEW ended at, like, what? Like, 10? 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, no, yeah. it was like 10.08, 10.10. Yeah, it might have been. And so, you know, you got yeah. to catch the tail end of that right. match. But I was tuned in. I mean, and on top of that, NXT killed the game. WWE killed the game because it was uninterrupted. Yes, no commercial. So, you're talking man. about the last, what, 40 minutes of NXT was just straight wrestling. Yeah. Like, I, I appreciate the whole buildup, man. Like, yeah. showing them walking backstage. You know, they really made it about champion Oh, champion. the interviews that they did before the match. Uh, you remember when uh, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels fought during the Montreal Screwjob? Yeah. They showed them both in the back yep. before yep. they walked out. Yep. They showed Bret Hart with the Hart Foundation. They showed Shawn with DX. Yeah. And then it's kind of, it was kind of like that. Honestly, during this match, I was surprised that we got no UE interference. Yeah. I was surprised. I was shocked. Too. I was shocked like, they it. really made it legit. Yeah. Them. Yeah. And, and you gotta give it up to I was waiting for it because I was like I know Undisputed Era is gonna come out I know they're about to come out I know they're about to interfere in this match and when they didn't I was like wait, wait, wait. that to me tells you that they're gone yeah they're, 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 it's they're, something because I, I told you I said listen I said either he was gonna retire the championship and they were gonna move up to either Raw or SmackDown which from what it sounds like they might be going to SmackDown mm-hmm. and, or I said when he loses the title finally it was gonna be right after that that they were gonna be called. I'm, 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 I give them another week or so. Yeah. On NXT before they call them up to SmackDown. Or can Raw. we talk about? Can we talk about Keith Lee in this match? Bro, Keith Lee in that damn spirit bomb, boy. Yo, he, yeah. <laughs> just overall, like, I, I was skeptical at one point because I was seeing how dynamic and how like he took over that whole match. The whole and, match. And normally when you see that when somebody is so offensive yeah. in a match, you're like, oh, uh, they might lose at the end because mm-hmm. they're building them up to be like just undefeated. Like you can't beat them and then all of a sudden they get beat. Mm-hmm. But for him and then they changed the pace. You know, they let Adam Cole get his little here and there. He hit that Panama Sunrise on Yeah, he did. And he hit the last shot. He did hit the last shot. <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> but when he hit that, he tried to hit that off the rope yeah. Panama Sunrise yeah, and keep yeah, Lee right. Hill mm-hmm. with I mean, the Ultra Instinct I mean, you gotta, Spirit Bomb. <laughs> you got you to gotta shout out to Keith Lee. I mean, you're talking about a 300-pound high flyer up in here, man. Yes. I mean, for a guy to be this big and be able to move the way that he moves. Yeah, Hit a moonsault. Uh, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> bro. That moonsault, boy. Sorry. And the fact, the fact that he's the first ever double champ, double in champ in NXT history. I mean, come on, man. We, we we killing the game up here, bro. We killing the game up here. I'm I'm happy. I I'm, I love the direction that NXT is going. Um, you saw what happened after the match. Yeah, carrying yeah. Cross and Scarlett were looking down, and he started laughing because you know, they walked out after Adam Cole beat Velveteen. She walked out and she put the the hourglass and said, "Time is ticking." Yeah, yeah. and then after so that, what title do you think he's coming for? Either NXT or North America. I think he's going North American. I mean, we we both know Keith Lee is not going to keep both titles for a long time. Nah. So if anything, the North American is going to go first before the NXT. I think I think that you're right, but I don't think it's going to be the carrying Cross. I think they're going to they're going to stretch that out. 
Maybe they're gonna stretch that out. I think I can see. You think they're gonna give Adam Cole a rematch before he goes before they the undisputed era gets called up, or do you um, think that they're just gonna call the undisputed so. era? I think I think I think he's done. Something's gonna happen. I think see Keith Lee losing it to like Finn or uh, or Johnny. I don't think he's gonna lose American. the North American to Finn. I told you if, if if he gets into a match with Finn, it gotta be for the NXT. Well, me personally, I feel like it needs to be for the NXT right. Championship. As far as undisputed era goes it's going to be something that they're pretty much going to be like we're over this we built nxt it's time to move on to bigger and better things i can Um, see i can see okay so you know how they've been now this listen okay i don't know how but i was i was kind of right with the whole sasha banks thing and yeah what else was i right about there was something else big that i was right about was it apollo or I think it was Apollo Crews or something I, like I don't, I don't know, I but don't I, know. I but I know I've been right twice whenever I kind of predict these things that are going on. Okay, okay. Well, talk all to right. Us. So Mommy. you know, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, for a while now that they've been trying to get Wade Barrett to come back. Yeah, for the for Nexus reboot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, whether Wade Bear says no or, you know, I, I hear reports that, yeah, they are in negotiation again and they might have him seal the deal now. Mm-hmm. And then I keep hearing stuff that says, no, he keeps turning it back. He's not really that interested, whatever. But could you see the Undisputed Era kind of as the new modern NXT or not NXT, but Nexus? Yes, um, and I was about to hit something too. So I don't know if y'all recently seen this, but there's been words of actual Adam Cole being solo from Undisputed Era. Yeah, I, 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 I him saw actually that. going to Raw and Undisputed Era going to SmackDown. Well, I read that he wants everybody, he wants them all to go with him. Yes, yeah, of course, wherever he goes. But they're having talks about. It's I think, time for Adam Cole to have his solo career. I think they're exploring both options. But here's my thing, though, okay? I can see them bringing him up and then him turning on them. Adam Cole by himself, I do not see him as the WWE champion. I, no, hold on. Now, I, I'm going to disagree with you because when I watched that match, what I saw, I saw the modern-day Shawn Michaels from Adam Cole. That's what I saw. I When I'm looking at this guy, I'm like, him as he him reminds s- me of Shawn Michaels. Look at his matches. Look at his solo matches. No, no, he's, he's had, had great matches. He's had great Star matches. Tommaso, he, he's had great, He's had great matches. As a solo competitor, I'm not I'm not saying anything against his solo. solo he's got some com- of the best mic skills. What I'm saying is that I'm saying like his image works better with the group. It does work him. better with the group. Yeah. Um, I just don't. As of right now, well, him coming up, I don't you see look at, him. Uh, what Road Dog said, he said that if Adam Cole was uh, bigger, then he would already be a WWE champion. Yeah, he pretty much came out and said, which pretty much what you're well, saying. Well, that's true. I mean, if you think about it, WWE likes because he has man. everything. He has the charisma. He has yeah. the skill set. He has everything to be a world champion. If you look at WWE's history, they hate small guys. Now, the only other thing too, someone that could be leaving the group is Roderick Strong, only because. Roger Roger Strong was solo before joining Undisputed yeah, Era. He wasn't technically the original three. No. So he could part ways and go a different if, direction. If we, okay, so if we're talking about that, all right, my theory, the, the, the way I, you know, I'm trying to think future, like long term, I could see them coming in kind of like how the Nexus did. And, I mean, there's enough members in Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is just add one more person and you got 
the the Nexus reboot. Right. Could see that happen. Mm -hmm. That's a far stretch. But, I mean, I think that whatever show, if they went to SmackDown or if they went to Raw, that would be one of the most dominant things that you'll see. I don't think um, they need to go to Raw. I don't think they need to go to Raw either. I don't think they need to go to Raw. Tag team division wise, tag team division wise, yes, yeah, yes. Adam I Cole, think they, I think they work better. Think more, I think it's more feud. If Adam Cole's gonna go solo, it's more feud for him on SmackDown. SmackDown. No, Matt Riddle. No, Daniel Bryan. <laughs> AJ Styles. That's not okay. AJ, yes, but that's not Adam Cole's speed right now. He's already had. Uh, beef with Drew McIntyre. Yeah, him versus Seth would be freaking awesome. Yeah, like you got. I mean, you I mean, we did, we did get a, we did get a, a preview of that at the Survivor think, Series. Think about uh, the Raw before it. Yeah, what I'm saying to yeah. think about this though, okay? Because you got not only just Seth. I mean, you got Buddy Murphy. Yeah, I mean, you got Alistair uh, Black, Black Cedric. Inter- uh, I was about to say Cedric. <laughs> <laughs> Cedric. Yeah, Cedric Alexander. Follow. Apollo Crews, Andrade, Garza. Yeah. So, so he has. Wait, now that we naming all these people, man, what is going on with Monday Night Raw? I mean, Monday Night Raw got Monday Night Raw got a roster. Yeah, they got a roster. They to be to be such an ass show. That's another person for them, Adam Cole. Like, honestly, I think it's time for him to branch off. And yes, if Wade Barrett comes. It should be that type of instinct right before the draft. Wade Barrett comes from taking over, beat your ass by, ship your ass off the damn road. That would be a nice little nice little segment. I, I just think like the way that Undisputed Era rolls in NXT. They're a great fashion. They are perfect. I don't, yeah, I don't think they should break up. They are perfect Nexus reboot. I don't think they should. I don't I think, think they, they all should. should stick together because they are. The way I they, think that they fit SmackDown more. They, they do fit SmackDown more. They're up to date DX right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I mean, all things do all good things do come to an end. Mm-hmm. So we can't say that eventually they're gonna break up, but as yeah. of right now, they don't need to break up. They can fight the new day. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they sure can. I would love to see that. I don't know. I, I me personally, if what well, I would want to see, just fuck this whole brand uh distribution. Like fuck the draft. Like let everybody do a free fall. Go back to that. They got too many people for that. Yeah, they do, but they don't use everybody. I know. That's the benefit of having three shows. But see, that's where WWE has dropped the ball. Yeah. Because they use those alternative shows like Sunday Night Heat and what was the other alternative one that they had? Velocity. Yeah, they use all of those to showcase and main you know, event. They still all do the main other event. people in main event too. Yeah. So remember main event used to come on right before the pay per views. Yeah. You know, so those other people that didn't normally show up on the 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 main shows got their shine on that. Right. But they dropped the ball with that. Yeah. So well, mm, 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 mm. so we're going to keep it pushing on this. You know, we could probably go all day on all that day. subject. All day. So let's talk about this new U.S. title. Jay, did you get did you take time to really get to look at it? I looked at it again. It's <laughs> growing on me from the last time. Yeah, we I, liked it. I liked it from jump. I, 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 I had to take I had to pause the screen. And, and kind of Google it and take you know zoom yeah, in, zoom yeah. out, take a hard look at it. It's dope. Um, it's bigger. I too. like the title. Yeah. I like the look of it. Uh, I'm just such a fan of the original. I'm just such of a fan course. of the U.S. Show. They've had this U.S. champion, this U.S. title for so long outside of John Cena and the Spinner. And then they brought it back. Yeah. That. <laughs> 
I just love the look of the United States Championship. Yeah. So it's hard for me to envision the change that they're making to it. You know, I, I like the big red, white, and blue flags on the front and yeah. how they... I don't know. I like the design of it. But the new one that they have... See, I... I, it's hard. I like the eagle. I like the big. E- you know what the eagle? I'm showing them a picture of it right now. You know what the eagle reminds me of? It reminds the eagle reminds me of the WWF, the old school championship belt. Right. Um. And one thing that is real sticking out to me is the backdrop. Like the eagle covers pretty much almost the whole belt. Yeah. It's. And if you really pay attention to it, it's kind of blocking out the flag. So I don't know with all the controversy that's going on in the world, if they're trying to put the flag in a back burner or anything like that. So uh, to me, that's what it seems like. Like it really does seem like that they're trying to push the flag in a back burner and just trying to portray the actual title. Um, so I don't know. What you think, Jerry? Like it's possible. Um, I've never really known WWE to be crazy woke. <laughs> or yeah, like so, on a political level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know they're allowing people like Keith Lee to wear his Black Lives Matter gear and the New Day they um did the the pose with the fist up in the ring, but I don't know necessarily that uh they're they covering the flag just to yeah. for the for the controversy. I don't know though because you know it's funny that you just said that because it makes me think like he did wear the Black Lives Black Lives Matter trunks, but if you notice during his match he had his regular Keith Lee trunks on. Oh, he, I thought he did have on a band though that said yeah. Black Lives Matter. Did he Watch have a band on? Because I, I I was looking at his trunks again. I was and his too. trunks were the Wait. Keith Lee, the right. purple but or whatever on his it was. Band, um, he did have the BLM. Okay, on, and then the I was watching um, a video. It was a promo video. It was because um, he was talking about his wrestling coach, and they showed him walking into like a garage, and it showed his Black Lives Matter gear. Yeah, because I remember his wrestling coach had recently passed away. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think he was sick at the time. Yeah, I, I think yeah. so. So they were saying like that was a big day for him because you know of that death and how he passed away when all that happened. But I mean, the championship is growing on me. The more I look at it, the more I tend to like it. I think that it is a a cool way of how they mix old school with modern mm-hmm. so I mean I guess as we go on and you'll see like I guess I'll see how I feel I just I just like the original design of the United and States now, Championship now it so makes much. me wonder are we going to have another redesign coming soon like are they going to redesign the the main the big titles like I don't think so because they just redesigned it what a couple of years ago yeah, yeah. they need so, to redesign those tag titles I still like because I, th- I think it's because there's they're silver. I like the tag titles though. The tag titles to me with the old Spartan shields is 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 to me was one of the best designs that they did. That's cool. I like I like it, but I just didn't. I think I just don't like the color. The color of it, like I don't like it like, with the blue. I don't, I don't like, like the, the blue belt with the silver shield. Yeah. I guess that's what you're talking yeah, about. I, yeah, I want it to be gold. Like the silver makes it look like it's not as important to me. I can see that. I, I, can, I get what you're talking about. Like, well, well, we always give them that TNT title because it looks like... And the TNT title looks <laughs> like the Raw Tag Team Championship exactly. now that you say but it. But then when Cody... You was talking about Cody put out the picture of what it's really supposed to look like. And that felt fire. Yeah, <laughs> it, really, it, it looked like it could be uh, a big time Yeah, I just don't see... I don't I don't really see them redesign... Do you not, if you want to look at it, the United States Championship was pretty much the last belt that they needed to redesign. I mean, they've had that U.S. title... 
what going back all the way to 2000 yeah. and like four or five or something like that yeah was was because i remember because the the time before it got redesigned was the rock had redesigned it yeah. once he did his feud with john cena and then it was like that for a while and then we got the then we got the, the one that we got now yeah so it was it was and it was like they they always change it to match the wwe logo i was just about to say the exact yeah. same thing. it was it was it was time i mean they just did the intercontinental championship and, and surprisingly so. like i'm surprised that it took this long because they even updated the nxt championships like way before that well so. they still need to update their uh north american championship yeah i like, think that's that gonna be because that, i was so glad when they did the um the nxt championship yeah the, 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 the like original the, NXT the was, oh yeah. yeah and then the belt was like in yeah, the shape of the it, X. it was yeah. like all small it, it reminded me of the million dollar mm-hmm. belt and then yeah. it was just the I, nxt I, I, I respect the creativity of having it in a big old x and nt but i just didn't like the design of it right. this one just seems a lot better yeah, so we're gonna keep it on like a little title talk. Um, we got Sasha and Bailey title matches coming on. Um, they have a tag title, um, title match against Asuka and Kari Zane. Kari Zane came back. There was talks about her possibly retiring and possibly not coming back to the WWE because um, of Jay's girl. <laughs> well, I mean, did you see that gash that was in her head? I yeah. mean. Hey, I had to make you think twice about what you're doing when, yeah. once you get a couple of staples put in the top of your so, head. <laughs> do we look at this as just a preliminary? I just look match? up it. I just look at it as like a tune-up match. A tune-up match. Yeah, yeah. that's all it is. They're not gonna. Yeah, they're not gonna have Sasha and Betty lose it. Yeah, <laughs> Sasha and Billy are not gonna lose those tag team titles until they both become dual champions. Correct. I, I, I feel the same way. I called this out. Yeah. I called this out and I told you, I said, well, I, what if y'all yeah, was talking about how Sasha was looking at, you know, Billy, like, oh, you got two championships. Mm-hmm. And y'all was saying like, she's going to double cross her. And I, both of y'all was like, no, nah, she's going to double cross her. <laughs> and I said, what if, <laughs> what if Sasha got a shot at the, at the belt? And now that it's happening, yeah. I mean, I see, I see them. I see her winning that belt first, and then after that, they eventually drop the titles to somebody, and then that will spark another winner takes all. You know, I can. I, I'm here now. Okay, I, I think I, I, I'm just kind of wondering though. Like, <laughs> will that be the end of Sasha and Bailey? Yes, because. And I'm not talking about like just a winner take all, but will we lose their tag team? To the brand split because the brand split is supposed to be right after SummerSlam. Well, I don't know if we're going. I don't know if they're going to lose it to the brand split because right, like you said, right like now, if Sasha, if Sasha wins the Raw tag team title, technically she's Raw. Yeah, but see, right now those those. I mean, not the, the championship. Championship. But see, those those tag team titles is what allows them to um, travel between both shows. Right. Technically. Yeah. yeah. So. I think that they're going to hold on to those belts for a while because right now the show needs both of them traveling between the two shows. Yeah, because, I mean, really, you're down Charlotte Flair. I mean, you're down Charlotte, you're down Becky Lynch. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? No Ronda. Yeah, no Ronda. Those are are the next two of the, you know, the four four horsewomen. So, four horsewomen. So, um... I if de- anything, like I, I'm, I'm starting to like think about what you said that they might drop it to a tag team from NXT. I'm just I would like y'all. to see that. Yeah, uh, Tegan Knox 
and um, her partner uh, with Shotzi, whatever her name is. Yeah, <laughs> I can't pronounce it. I think they challenged uh, Sasha and Bailey. Well, I mean, to me, if you're going to spark a feud between Sasha and Bailey, the best way to spark a feud would be for them to lose the tag titles to two people that are considered nobodies. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, get a get a get a big one. You know, one of them big. Not the iconics, but miracle. You know, yeah. Like, like, and I, I honestly like to see Io Shirai tag with um, what's your girl that was backing people up? Mia, 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 yeah. Mia. I would like to see that as a tag team to go for them. All I know is, I, all I know is, you, uh, Sasha's definitely going to win what the Raw Women's Championship. Yeah. Okay, I mean that's, I, that's coming off of yeah, it's at Extreme it's a, Rules. Yeah, Extreme yeah. Rules. Yeah, mm-hmm. if she doesn't win the Extreme Rules, then they're they're, they're prolonging it to SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. But either way, she's gonna win it. It it fits for the 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 vibe and the way that the show is going. Mm-hmm. If that fits how they decide to run it, and then if she does win at Extreme Rules, I mean, we could possibly see um, Sasha and them drop the the tag team championships at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well. My- the fact that we're talking about them holding all the belts in the women's division goes to the conversation we uh, were having earlier. Do we, do y'all believe that they should get a new women's cha- a women's title? Yeah, like, like a secondary title. I, and I, I, I'm trying. To, I've been trying to think of like a name or like what they could possibly. It should be the exact same thing as the men's has. So they should have a women's intercontinental championship or a women's United States championship. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, think about it. I've been preaching for a long time that they need a tag team division. Right. Mm-hmm. And they finally got the tag team division. It started off great, and then they dropped the ball with the Kabuki Warriors just holding on to the tag titles while Oscar's doing single matches. For what half the year, and it seemed like they really got adamant and just real comfortable about where the the women's, um, you know, the women's wrestling like because they push it, they pushed them, and then it was like, okay, we're at a good place, we're at a resting place. Mm-hmm. I think they're good right now, but when you're pushing somebody, what do we want? We want more titles. Like, okay, it was good with the tag titles, but now we need something else. That's what what I'm saying, because, like, if you think about the way that the women's division is, you know, for so long, they were sidelined. Yeah. And and there were times where the women's matches got, you know, written off, and and they got pushed and pushed. I mean, there was some WrestleManias where we didn't even have a women's match because, you know, the matches took too long, so they got scrubbed off the card and stuff like that. Right. So then they made it a point to say, "Oh, this is the women's revolution. We're gonna we're gonna put our women out there in the forefront because they're athletes and they can do it." Which was about time, you know. Mm-hmm. Then they decided, "Okay, well, this is what we're gonna do: the brand split. We got the, you know, instead of one women's championship, we're gonna do the two women's championship." About time, right? Mm-hmm. Then they finally came out with the tag team. In my opinion, there needs to be a women's tag team on Raw and a women's tag team on SmackDown. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do it for the guys, do it for the women. I mean, because yeah. you think there's a lot of women that's not they, Their women's division is, is massive. Yeah. And to me, out of 100%, they're barely using 20% of the women. They're not. Division. And they always, like, you always hear about creative not using... Uh-huh people and then you cut them and then you drop them but if you had more there would be no reason to cut them yeah, there would be no reason to drop I think them. that um it sounded good in theory with uh having the women's champions be able to go to Raw SmackDown and NXT but honestly 
I think NXT does need their own women's tag titles. Oh yeah, because if because if the if those belts are really they're really gonna be used on the main roster mostly. Yeah. So if the women in NXT don't have anything else to do. No. Nope. They need to have their own and title. The way that NXT is, is NXT is considered a developmental. Um, a brand, you know, mm-hmm. where they push their development and eventually they move them up to the main show is what they call it. Yeah. So, yes, they should have a women's tag team championship in NXT. This way, you can develop a women's tag team from NXT, mm-hmm. let them carry those titles, and then when they move up to Raw or SmackDown, they're thrown into the tag team championship, you know, the tag team mix so do we for the women's. Eventually, like they, they, they need to. With COVID, if COVID ends, you know, we're thinking next year, right? Everything becomes back to somewhat normal. Somewhat normal. In my opinion, do though, we see both brands having a tag team for the women's? No, because they're not smart enough no. to do that. And I think they'll get a tag title for the women in NXT before they have two titles for the main roster. If you look at the way that these shows are going right now, okay, mm-hmm. they're throwing repeat. Uh, extreme rules or money in the bank matches, repeat WrestleMania matches or Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble matches because they just don't have anything to throw on television. This is the perfect time if somebody up there in the creative would step up and be like, you know what? We got kind of free reigns right now, right? Mm. Why not? Let's try this out and see how it works. All they do is those shows aren't live. They're taping everything, which means exactly. they could try different things. And right. if it doesn't work, just don't show just it. Just don't show Mr. it. Mr. Levesque, if you're listening. <laughs> I mean, it, Paul. I mean, I mean it, makes, it makes perfect sense. I mean, at the end of the day, you have so many women in, in WWE right now. And you have so many women that are trying to get there to get the women's championship and they just keep recycling the same four women Mm -hmm. between the championship you know charlotte becky sasha bailey Mm -hmm. and then they throw these other people at them you know oh tamina's getting a shot or oh lacey evans giving a shot or oh naomi had a pretty good run when she won it Mm -hmm. and I feel like I should have gave her a second run. Like she, she showed, definitely should have gotten a second She showed that she was championship material. Yeah. Like she, Naomi is probably one of the most, or if not the most, athletic women they have next in, to Bianca in, Belair. Yeah. yeah. In, <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm saying, though. So okay, so you got all these women. Y'all keep recycling the women's championship between the same women. Mm-hmm. Now you got the two women that have, or or one of them has the women's championship now they got the women's tag team championship right and because you don't really have nobody else to really Bailey push has, and bailey's the longest reigning women's smackdown champion that's what i'm saying like this is this is starting to get out of hand but you got enough time to have a bullshit ass segment of them doing karaoke and you got how many how many women was it four four so you got four lacey, women it was lacey evans dana brooke samina and naomi so you got four of the women who are supposed to be the women of SmackDown, supposed to be actually fighting to get a title shot, but you got what um, uh, Alexa Bliss and 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 Nikki and, Cross. And Nikki Nikki Cross. Cross. First of all, weren't they on? Weren't they on Raw? They were. Raw. And now you're letting just Nikki Cross pop up on SmackDown. They were. Yep. Come on, man. Like, here's here's my issue. Okay, I need somebody to. I need somebody in creative or somebody. 
behind the scenes or whoever they got a set of balls yeah and walk up to vince and mm. tell vince that the shit that he's doing is not working right and you need that's to figure this shit out mr michaels sean <laughs> i just i don't know here's the thing that i here's the thing i don't get okay you have a bunch of former wrestlers that are behind the scenes now as producers, right, creative, Rose writing. Yeah. I mean, you got Devon Devon Dugley that's that's a writer now. You know what I'm saying? You got all these other people that are in creative and production and stuff like that. At what point do they sit there and they say like, this? It's horrible. We're wrestlers. We know this is what people want to see. And the main thing is like, you know, everybody's saying that everybody's scared of dance. Why? Like. I don't know. We need to figure out how we can apply. I feel like Vince is getting old and see now, and yeah. his judgment is not the best right like, now. Shit, why why isn't his to... kids like like popping up in, in here's, here's the thing that I think. Okay, I think that yes, Vince McMahon is the is the chairman. He's the CEO. He runs the company. Of course, yes, he has the final set. But him changing stuff last minute. On a whim, just because he goes, oh, I don't really care for this segment, so I'm gonna change it. He shouldn't have that type of control. And if you look, Vince likes bullshit. Yeah. For him to like all our truth segments, no, don't get me wrong, our truth is very talented. That's Shout my boy. But city, <laughs> Vince loves bullshit. Yeah, he he loves like comedic stuff. He likes stuff that makes him laugh. Yeah, he but likes still, that. I mean, I get that, and you can still throw that stuff in there. But every the, once in a while, but at the end of the day, that's not what the people want to see. No, you know what I want to see with the women's division, and they kind of had this when uh, Sasha and Becky and Charlotte first debuted on the main roster. Is I want them to because they had Team Bad. Mm-hmm. I want to have uh, I want I want a women's stable like Undisputed Era like. I want a like a mean a long time women's stable. I mean, like a like a female version of the New Day. Yeah, like something like that. You like, know what I'm saying? Like, like a stable. Okay. Or like, think about yeah. think about when we had the League of Nations. Yes. Like why why that can't they put it? That, that could have Yeah, that of course worked. it could have worked. But that I'm just saying, worked. why can't they put a female? I mean, you got uh, uh what's her name? Ruth Lana. She's supposed to be Russian. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, there's so many different things that they can do. Do the four horse women is not going to work because they're too big of stars. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely but and, and this is the thing. Like you could eat just 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 hypothetically speaking, mm-hmm. New Day. You're kinda getting boo like down. You're getting into your years, right? Mm-hmm. You need something new. Oh, we're about to start adding add a female to we're the group. We're about to add female to the group. Oh, guess what? We got three females to the group. Naomi, Sasha, Bianca. I, here's the thing, though. I wouldn't add Naomi. Me personally, I would not add Why? Naomi. Because she's to, tied to the Usos. Yeah, she's tied to the Usos. So but this, she has that colorific type of. No, she, she, she does. Add, I wouldn't add Sasha either. I'm, I, no, cause I'm, she's too because she's too big. She yeah, she's too big to run. You got to bring somebody up like Bianca, Bianca Belair. Yeah. I because she really hasn't really had like a a, a, a good run, right? But so, yeah, teaming her with Naomi that'd be dope. That would yeah, be dope. EST of love. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> Actually, I put that on Twitter <laughs> and I sent it to her. So yeah, yeah, I did the EST of glow. <laughs> the the main point of this is just is just the the show that. You know they they are low key dropping the ball when it comes down to this women. They got division. comfortable, and like they, they always do. exactly, and they can do so much better. Yeah, so keep it pushing. Um, 
the Rey Mysterio match. Um, oh yeah, let's talk about this. In his promo on Raw, he said he wants an eye for an eye match. Um, and if many people don't really understand that or have not known, his deal or contract with WWE has expired. And he has. I, I just find it. I, I find it very funny that now you want to wrestle now that your contract is expired <laughs> because I feel like and and he might start a trend because now they feel like that they can do what they want. Yeah. Because they're not held under contract. Mm-hmm. So now they can do exactly what they feel like. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be best for business. Um, I get what you're saying. I mean, uh, here's the thing. I don't think that he's going to wrestle. Right. I, mean, I, re- re- I really don't think that Ray Mysterio is going to wrestle. Because to me, if he's not under contract, then basically what they're going to have to do is they're going to have to sign like some type of one-day contract for him to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Well, he already wrestled. He wrestled uh, that tag match. That tag match. Yeah, but was he not under? He was still under contract. His deal expired that day, right? Yeah, so he's days before. No, if it's expired, that's about the most recent match he had with Kevin Owens. He was still under contract. No, the one that he just wrestled in in Monday. Uh His his contract had expired. His contract was over. That's why I was saying it was kind of very, very awkward that his contract expired over the weekend and then he wrestled that Monday. Mm And pretty much that's like non-sanctioned. So whatever happens to you, happens to you. Now, granted, these shows are taped, so they may have taped it early. They could have. Before the contract expired. They could have. And then we all know that the only reason Ray is staying around is to help his son get his feet wet mm-hmm. in the business. Definitely. Um, I just don't understand. Like, okay, I don't make it. I get it. Okay, so if he's not under contract, right, then is he, I guess you could say, is he just... Doing this just to help his son get a boost? I think so. It's, so then his son, I mean, his of course his son is under contract. Yeah. So, I mean, the main goal of this is pretty much just for him to mm-hmm. put over his son. This whole storyline is for Dominic. Well, yeah, of course. I yeah. know that. I mean, we know how the story, I, and we all know how the storyline is going to end out. Did y'all, did y'all see Kevin Owens' face when he said, eye for an eye, I'm going to rip your eyeball out? And yeah. Kevin Owens was looking at him like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Hey, I don't know, but we but now, now with these sh- again with these shows being taped and it is extreme rules horror show. Do you think they're gonna try to find some kind of way to make a, make it look like somebody's eye got taken out, or do you think it's gonna even get? Yeah, that far? it's gonna be some lame thing to where kind of like how when the Boneyard match when Undertaker threw everybody off the top of the damn uh uh porch thing or whatever it was yeah, the roof yeah. and they all landed on the beanbags and stuff like that i mean come on dude <laughs> ain't nobody ripping out nobody if anything if anything it's going to be dominic injuring ray's other eye and putting them out i just feel like that he could have just called it for what he for what it was they could have just called it a nose hole bar or even like they did with christian just do oh this is an unsanctioned match yeah and then just let him come out let dominic whoop ray mysterio's ass real quick and then okay i'm with you know such as you such. know it's gonna be some bull- and they could have did it in a dramatic <laughs> way but this is goes back to what i'm talking about like this horrible creative and this horrible writing an eye for an eye i'm gonna rip your eye out like we're all looking like you ain't ripping shit out yeah. your eye ain't even ripped out underneath that little horrible black mesh that they got and you can still see his eyeball just fine like come on like this is what I'm talking about like what the there's oh, no possible God. way that you could wrestle if you were you know if your eye was covered like that let's get something you know, I mean exactly yeah. for one if Ray Mysterio really had that 
You know, it's television. I keep got to tell you. I mean, you actually, yes, yeah. I, I, I keep trying to tell you. Hey, hey, that's, hey. That, that's the, they would have been better off just putting an eye patch on them. Right. I would have respected them a lot more if they would have just <laughs> put an eye patch. But you can even tell, when Moxley wrestled, he was a little bit disoriented. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I would have respected them. The was off. Yeah, yeah it, it was. was. It was. It was. But I, that horrible little mess shit that they put over his eye tried to darken it out, but you can see him blinking underneath it just fine. <laughs> and then why zoom in on it? Like, that don't make no sense. <laughs> like, I don't hey. understand. You know what? It's television. So, I keep got to tell myself, this is television. At the, at the, end, end, of the, of the, so at the end of it, we've had two prior Rey Mysterio retirements. Is this finally it? I think so. For good. He's not wrestling anymore. I don't, anymore. I don't he may think have so. like one-off appearances here and there, but I think that as far as him coming back, because Rey Mysterio, with all the a lot of with a lot of the older wrestlers that are on the roster, he's the one that's actually been the most consistent. Yeah, as far as run, working a full-time schedule, and that's what I'm saying. That's why I don't I don't see him retiring. The, uh, at first, I thought about it. I know he's from WWE. He may go somewhere else. I mean, that's what I'm saying. He's gonna pop up yeah. somewhere else because at the end of the day. I mean, he's still in good shape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He might not wrestle as much as he normally did. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he probably won't be day-to-day. But look at all these older wrestlers that are still... I mean, Jake the Snake's old ass climbed up in the ring on AEW. <laughs> on Anderson, sweat giving uh Sweating his ass off. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I... Like my thoughts, if Ray doesn't stay with WWE and he just wants to give his son his own personal shine, you know, the same way that The Rock is doing with his daughter, he's not putting in. He showed up one time in the performance development to get some encouraging words, but he didn't show any favoritism. So I could definitely see Ray not trying to really boost his son just because of his name and wants him to actually learn the ropes the hard way. Um, I, I see, see Ray going to AEW and supporting Lucha Bros. I don't see him going to AEW. Yeah. I don't see him going to AEW. I know Ray is one of them. He has a lot of respect for WWE. He has a lot of respect for Vince. They have a lot of respect for him. But Ray Mysterio has always been that one person that can do what he wants and there would be no harsh feelings. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, you know let's, let's look at the facts, okay? One, he's not going to go back to Lucha Underground. I yeah. mean, that pretty much almost retired him with the whole incident that yeah. happened. And, you know, it took a while to convince him to come back to wrestling right. after that. So that's dead and done, okay? WWE, he's, this is now, what, his third time coming back to them? Third or fourth time coming back to them now? Like yeah. So I don't see him... Anywhere in the future coming back after this, if he is really retired from WWE, it'll be on Legends, a Legends tag. With with COVID and everything going around, I don't see him turning up in New Japan or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So now we got to look at okay, so what's left? You got Ring of Honor, you got AAA, uh, AAA, you got TNA or Impact, Impact. um, and then you got AEW. I mean, out of yeah, so out of all of those. I mean, I guess, yeah, now that I break it down, yeah, I can see him on AEW. <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. real cool with Ray Phoenix and Pentagon. Mm-hmm. Um, he's had some amazing matches with them in Lucha Underground. AAA is always home because it, it symbolizes the Lucha, the Mexican honor. You know, I know he still has kind of weird feelings about what happened in the ring. It wasn't his fault, but if anything, like, Ray's always been that mutual person. Like, mm-hmm. This is this is what I feel like is gonna benefit me in the rest of my career. I'm not done wrestling, but I think I've been. He came back with the the same WrestleMania or was it Royal Rumble? It was the it was the, it was the Royal Rumble when he came back with Ronda Rousey, right? 
Uh, I don't it was around the same. Who you talk about, Ray Mysterio? Yeah, yeah. He came back. So basically, he came back to he came back for the Royal Rumble, and then he wrestled in the Royal Rumble. I it think was twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. I can't remember. It was like twenty seventeen. Yellow and black trunk. It was, I, mean, it, I think it was like twenty twenty seventeen. He came yeah. back, and then he got kind of disappeared. Right. And then everybody was like, "Oh, is he coming back?" And they were, that's when they were talking about thing, yeah. he signed to that one day contract with them. Yeah. And then he showed up at WrestleMania later on in the year, I believe right, it was. Right, right. And then he was back from then yeah. um, with that. So, I mean, the WWE is known to do these one-day contracts mm-hmm. where they bring people back. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. I just don't see him. With Dominic starting. Yeah, I don't see him jumping to a new company right when Dominic's about to start getting more shine on TV. I, think okay. I see Ray Mysterio either signing to, to a Legends contract or uh, and could, a developmental. Or some here. type of developmental. Maybe yeah, some kind of backstage if, role. If he, okay. doesn't, if he doesn't want to wrestle anymore. Right. Because, I mean, once this whole Dominic thing really starts off, I mean... Are they going to drag it out? You know what I mean? Like, it's not going to be like, oh, he turns on his dad. Ray Mysterio's gone now. You know, now Dominic's moving on. It has to be something to kind of draw it out a little bit. It has to be like Ray convincing his son, no, to come back. Yeah, exactly. And then, that, and then Dominic teams up with Humberto Correa. But I can see, I can see that happening without Ray wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why yeah, I can see Yeah, that's why I can see him coming back in like a managerial type of like okay, my son turned on me. Okay, well, I'm going to go and manage Humberto Carrillo and and get my uh you know revenge on my son through him and then you yeah. know kind of like the dragging same, them kind of like the same thing that they had going on with him and Eddie yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah mm-hmm. exactly so I I see Rey Mysterio staying in WWE for okay. right now well since we on that talk let's talk about these AEW with these outside promotion um wrestling things like. So, AEW is really known for connecting with the indies, connecting with outside promotions, bringing wrestlers who like may be on the look for signing a contract somewhere else, or um, just just they've had certain certain wrestlers had certain ties trying to bring over mm-hmm. new talent and everything. Um, I know Jay, you had some feelings or had something like on your mind about it that you don't feel like this is before be uh, and before Jay goes, we uh. Should mention that AEW, like you said, they have ties to other promotions. A lot of their, a few of their stars have title belts from other promotions. Correct. Of course, we don't see them like that. I think, I think uh, uh, Kenny Omega did defend the AAA title on AEW on One Dynamite. Yeah, it was like I forgot who he fought. It was before the summer started. But yeah, he did. And then I know uh, Moxley is the uh, United States champion for New Japan. Mm-hmm. Now we know, of course, with everything that's going on right now, it's not like he could go back to Japan and drop it, but he still has it. So this is where my concern comes in with this whole entire thing. I can see how it's it's great for business for these other promotions, in my opinion. Mm. I don't really think that it's great for business for AEW because I don't really see the benefit they're getting from this. Mm. These other smaller promotions, are not what well, New Japan is not a smaller promotion, but these other promotions are getting free publicity off of the fact that these AEW stars are holding their belts or competing in their matches, you know what I mean? And then... To me, AEW is not really getting anything out of it. You know, mm-hmm. what I mean? it's almost like they're letting their letting people wrestle for free, and, and that's where the concern comes. That I don't, 
I asked y'all, I said, how long do y'all see this going on for? Because to me, to have a person in in what's considered like I guess you could say like an open contract to where, yeah, they're contracted through AEW, but yet they get to go on to these other promotions and, and do other things that um, it just doesn't make sense to me. And I just while Jay was talking, I looked it up. So Kenny Omega defended the Triple A title against Sammy Guevara, which means that his title would have stayed in AEW, AEW either way. Exactly. It's not even against a Triple A wrestler. <laughs> and it wasn't even on their promotion. It was, it was just somebody who had ties to Triple yeah. A previously down the line, which brings up Lucha Bros, which brings up a lot. Kenny Omega was even on Triple A. Like, you, you're talking about half the roster was on Triple A, New Japan. Uh, he defeated Phoenix to get it. <laughs> That's what I said. I, I just don't. I mean, I just as as AEW is. Y'all see my face right now. Why he's done? Since as AEW first started up, I understand. I guess where they were thinking of where where they were thinking where it could go. Right. Right. It kind of made sense. I kind of get the the gist of it and, mm. and the reasoning behind it. And I guess, but as they grow and as they get bigger, yeah, and more popular. It doesn't fit the bill. But and, and, and I and I think I know why they're doing this and like they have these like tryout segments is because they really don't have a development. And I, yes, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, yeah, you can test the water and see if you like our brand, if you like how we run things, if you like how our creative team responds and everything like that. If you don't, no hard feelings. You can yes. go keep on doing your thing. They don't really have what WWE has. Is like, oh, you want to try out? Well, you gotta go through this process. Well, this think process, about it for the longest process. time. Uh, WWE's developmental was other little small little indie yeah, promotions, OTW, OTW, BCW, exactly. And then finally, WWE was like, you know what? We putting a stop to that. We we coming out with our own development. And like, they still they still do like FCW, where like mm-hmm. Seth and Roman and Dean yeah. and all of them. I think they just bought the rest to evolve. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then like you talk about OVW, where Batista and Cena and Cena and Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Yeah, a lot of people came from. Pretty much that whole ruthless aggression era came yeah, from there. OVW, yeah. So, so I, I can under. So, okay. So you made a great point with that. All right. So I can see them using that as a all right. The you know, like a promotional type of developmental segment. But the issue that I'm have is that they're not doing that right now. Nah. They're letting their main people from their roster go and wrestle in these promotions, mm-hmm. win their titles, and then come back over to AEW. And it's like, what happens where you let John Moxley go defend the U.S. title for New Japan mm-hmm. at New Japan, mm-hmm. and he gets hurt? Exactly. But he's the AEW champion. Mm-hmm. What happens with that? Like. What in what part in his contract is it okay and that he's covered and he's protected? Mm-hmm. He yeah. gets hurt on a different promotion because I think that shit happened, and that's why I'm bringing it up that he fought and got hurt in New Japan, and that's why he was out for a minute, but he still had the title. Mm, okay. He injured himself in New Japan fighting for the U.S. title, but he was gone for a minute. And he sparked he um sparked like a small feud with one of the dudes over there. Yeah, for the U.S. title. Yeah. And so that could bite them in there. I don't. I, mean, and that, I, I go back to what Jay said. I think that um, like you say, you have your wrestlers going over to these other promotions, and you're winning their belts. 
So it hurts the other promotions because, yeah. like I said, ain't nobody from AAA came over to AEW trying to get that belt back. Right. He been fighting uh, AEW people, so now the other promotion is without a belt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's not, and it's not even like they're really getting um, publicity because. Moxley don't walk around AW with the United States title from Japan. Exactly, oh, he's, not, he's not showing off neither. Like he's he only has what his crown jewel. And Omega only brought that title out once to defend it, but he, he only wears his uh, tag title. He don't wear that. That is so true. So yeah. that's why I said I don't see this lasting long. Right. I don't. I don't see too much. I don't see how this is going to, especially now with COVID going on and everything that's going on right now. I mean. I, the crazy thing is, this isn't new because if you go back to the Attitude Era, um, they I, I think WWE had a deal with the NWA because their champion used to show up. Um, who I remember Dan Severn had it at one point, and it was uh, he had the NWA World Title, and he was using and he was wearing it on Raw and fighting. Mm. Fighting him, he actually defended. Really? Mm-hmm. You I gotta go back and look yeah. that up. I went through a. a I went through a phase where I went back and started watching old Ross for, for like the year. Uh, so I was speaking like 96 or 97, and it was on one of those episodes. Wow. Mm. But the NWA title was defended in WWF. So this isn't a new concept. No, it's not a new concept. But if you see, that probably didn't last long either. No. To me, it just doesn't fit the bill. It doesn't work. Yeah, if they want to come up with a contract to make it a developmental type thing, yeah. then okay, yeah, that makes sense. But that, like we said, COVID... When this whole pandemic is run down and in the dirt, yep. AEW is time to pick up the pace. Yeah, it is really time. Definitely got to pick like, up the pace. Like Wednesday Night War has run its course. Now it's really time to. They off. they have to go after one of the main shows. They have to. In my opinion, I feel like because Chris Jericho just recently said that you know the ratings are everything. Uh, despite what people are viewing at certain times, we still have led the. Um, we still have led the Wednesday Night War. He didn't initially say Wednesday Night War and everything like that, but he's basically shouting out that we're still ahead of y'all in ratings. We were number six while NXT was number three. Okay, I'm at 13. How how long are you going to be okay with just being NXT? When is it going to be down? All right, let's take over Raw. Let's take over SmackDown. Let's show them what we're really about. He came out with four championships. Mm. I'm, showing, I'm showing Jay the uh, what I was just talking about with Dan Severin having the uh, NWA title. He was with uh, Jim Cornette at the time. See, George, that's Jim, old. But see, that's right old school. Jim, Jim Cornette, man. That's like, old school, old school wrestling, right? But there. Jim Cornette makes things happen, man. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, of course. So you know what? What I like to do is I always like to you know try to end this off with asking favorites, and so I've been thinking of something. I could pull out a favorite move. My question is, who are y'all favorite factions? And it could be from any brand. Whoa. It could be from. NXT, that's hard. WWE, WCW, WWF, like it could be on that. Like I already got mine. Well, I already got mine. I'll go first. I'll go first. first. I, I mean, I have to just. There's been several factions that I've liked, Uh especially growing up. 
but I have to go off of, I guess, what you could say, my time, my era, when I kind of got hooked on wrestling. Yeah. And that was Degeneration X. Okay. I mean, it, Degeneration X to me did a, did a lot for the Monday Night Wars. You know, they, they're one of the reasons why I, I believe Raw was so successful or WWE was so successful in defeating WCW. Correct. Um, it, I mean, and I'm talking about the Degeneration X where we had Triple H, you had Xbox, you had the Road Dog, you know, you had all them China. Which version of DX do you like better? I like that version of DX better. Okay, I, I like did. the full the full cast. Like I like China X Pod, yeah. Road Dog, Billy I, the, Gun, the first Michael. to me the first version when they had Stone Cold and everybody like that. To me, I, I don't know. It just did. It didn't fit. Mm. It didn't fit right. And then kind of as they faded out, and then Shawn Michaels kind of faded out because I didn't really care for the DX where Shawn Michaels retired, then he come back, retired, then he come back, oh, yeah, retired, yeah. then he come back. Yeah. I didn't really care for that version that was probably of my DX. favorite DX. What the Ruthless Aggression DX? Nah, the uh, the, oh, the DX the, before the, the Attitude Era. Gotcha. Yeah, like right when the Attitude Era was starting because uh, Shawn Michaels, Shawn Michaels was probably my favorite wrestler at that time because his. Uh, his charisma was just through the roof. It, it was. 97, yeah. 96, 97, when DX you first You talking about pre-back injury, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, pre-back okay. injury, Shawn Pre-back Michaels. injury, Shawn Michaels. Like, that was my, that was my dude. So, that, I like, I actually like that DX better. Even though Triple H was more of a sidekick than a yeah. you know, main guy. Mm-hmm. Because Shawn ran the show. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. That's yours? Yeah, that's okay. one. Well. I think I already know. Yeah. Because <laughs> if I'm going by what Jay said, I have, I have two. Uh, I have one from the past and one currently. Uh-huh. My current one is Undisputed Era. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. And for the past is the NWO. Okay. Which I, one? Uh, the very first one. Like the uh, the the original NWO. The original, okay. When they were running around the uh, back lot. Spray painting trailers and when Hulk Hogan shot the world NWO. Yeah, yeah. When he when he spray painted the belt, and I will not let Hulk Hogan's transgressions take away from how much (laughs) I appreciate the NWO. I will not let him ruin the NWO. I think that was one of the most like (laughs) nastiest things when they spray painted NWO. Like they were spray painting NWO on everybody's back. Who was it that they spray painted on the back when he originally when he first? It was it the Ultimate Warrior? Yeah, nah, no, it was Macho. It was Macho, the yeah, Macho, yeah, Macho. Yeah, but then I just find it yes. very, very ironic that Macho joined NWO. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah I think because they was and then NWO they were feuding with the Four Horsemen. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Dad, come on, you Rich got Larry still go. Arn Anderson was still. When you're talking about shocking and upsetting things, that was one of the most shocking things in wrestling history. Right. Was to see Hulk Hogan turn heel mm. on the Macho Man. Yeah. No. And I guess they didn't want to do that with John. Seen him because they he was already portrayed as the rebirth of Paul Cohen, yeah. so they didn't really want to do the same kind of concept. Well, Cena said several times in his career that he was ready to turn heel, yeah. And every time that they decided, like, okay, it's time, this man yeah. would come back after, and say, after He lost to the rock the first time, he was ready to turn heel. They said he had new gear and he had new music, yep. and, and they right, vetoed it and last, right last minute. Very end, they said, Never mind, you're gonna stay. Yeah, no, that would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
So mine. Mine's not as big as y'all's. You know, y'all got two of them. I, I, I think I think. Hold on, let me try to guess before you say. <laughs> okay, because I, I know you and uh-huh. the type of person that you are. Yeah. I feel like you're going to say the nation of domination. No. No? Uh-uh. Uh, okay. Uh-uh. I was for sure you was going to yeah, say the nation. Yeah, it's I'm close. Just, say, it's a damn shame won't. that <laughs> three black men up here and nobody <laughs> says the nation of domination. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is a little stereotypical. Oh, but um, he was all. You want to take a guess? He was all for the corporate. Uh, <laughs> ministry? I don't know. Nah, that's that's a, that's a good one. Mine. New day? Nah, it's not as big as y'all's, but uh, I felt like they were big around my time of watching. It made me like the Dangerous Alliance. Nah, man, the filthy animals, man. Oh, the filthy that wasn't animals. really a faction. That was what? a faction. That was a faction. Rey Mysterio, Conan, Hoover 2 Guerrero, oh, Billy Kidman. First of all, we need to figure out something, okay? I got they was wearing the camo. Like, they had the hip-hop music. I got a question for you. Come on, are you. Are you black or are you Hispanic? No. <laughs> hey, I might be. I might be. But you think about it. In WCW, they were ones that was taking it to NWO. Because Rey Mysterio had one of the biggest feuds with Wolfpack. Which gave him the name to let uh, the giant killer when he finally beat uh, Kevin Nash, mm-hmm. and then he, he demasked himself. They he got this whole hip hop appearance. They was just ruthless. They did whatever they want, and in the ring, they were the most talented group in the ring. I got a confession. I never watched WCW <laughs> until I got older. <laughs> I was I was so anti WCW growing up. I watched both. I was all about yeah. I was all about WWF. I'm about to that same thing I told y'all about how I used to go watch old Raw. So I'm about to do that with Nitro. Yeah, I, I have to because like even still like I've gone back and I've watching <laughs> I've watched majority of the stuff. Yeah, but I I haven't watched enough to really say that I really know. The full background. I know the parts that I need to know to be right. a wrestling fan. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I was just so anti WCW because to like me, W. Hmm? Did you like the flock? Okay, so the flock was probably the worst. Like I hated them, so they were like the bad guys in my life. Did you like, like the flock? Raven. Like don't get me wrong, they was Saturn. That was kid. Okay, so that was I like Raven though. I was a I was a I was a Raven fan. The flock was dope. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't like them as like So you didn't like Kidman? Huh? No, I love Billy Kidman. Like that was my dude. Like yeah, to me, Raven, Billy Kidman was the best when he was in WCW. Yeah, yeah. Man, he was yeah, very I mean, underrated. Yeah. Like I, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He was he was definitely underrated. That shooting star press man, he had the like yeah. most prevalent yeah. one. Like, you know, um, who here watched um, ECW in their hey in, in its heyday. Oh, me, I did. I tr- okay, so I tried. I tried to but ECW in their heyday. You know, back in the day, you needed one of them little scrambler boxes so you that did, you can you so did. you can watch the little pay per view because it only came on the pay per view channels, really. right? It didn't come on regular TV like WCW yeah. or did. So you know, you needed one of those little scrambler. So I had to go over to my uncle in those houses and sit on their water bed and back and forth in the bedroom because that was the only place that had the little scrambler box. Mm-hmm. And then you know, you had to slowly click through the channels because you got. Click through all the uh, the porno channels first mm-hmm. before you got to the pay per view. So you know, every once in a while, you click, click, click. Ooh, <laughs> click, click. All right, pay per view wrestling. Yeah, so I know they had some factions too, but I didn't really watch ECW like that growing and up. And I'm gonna just be honest. Like it took me a minute. Well, first, <laughs> my parents saw me watching Monday Night Raw one time. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I believe it was the it was the episode where Terry Reynolds exposed. Uh, yeah. No, it was Sable. Sable exposed the tits in W in WWE WWF at the time. Did not bloop like mm-hmm. block it out. They well, wasn't it supposed to happen. It wasn't. So I'm watching it, and that happens. Boom! I'm banned from watching Raw, WCW. I mean, that was the same. That was <laughs> that was the same era where uh, what you call it through Jacqueline. Remember Jacqueline? Yeah. Threw her up on his shoulders, mm-hmm. and then her top. Whoop, yep. On, 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 on TV. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, it was, okay. So of course I got to WCW. Like it's more kid friendly, and mm-hmm. that's when I became like a real big Goldberg fan and start watching, yeah. you know, the filthy animals and stuff. So well, see, my mom was a was a born again Christian. So, you know, all of a sudden wrestling was the devil. So. That's where it was. Yeah. So, you know, in my household, we couldn't really watch wrestling, but we I watched it anyway, so it didn't even matter. Yeah, I, re- I mostly watched uh, WCW growing up. I, I switched over to WWE, um, like, high school, middle school. Yeah, I think I think mine's was like sixth grade but it was almost like I didn't miss anything because I tuned in right where all the good shit was happening like right when it was starting to be that Monday Night War that's when I started flip flopping I'm like oh I got both of them and see that's what I used to do but I mean I just found myself watching WWE it was was I mean WCW was exciting at first like when Hulk Hogan first left like when Hulk Hogan first left and then everybody started leaving right after Hulk Hogan left and then you was like, oh, man, you know, I'm a Kevin Nash fan or I'm a uh, Razor Ramon fan. And then when they really got the Ultimate Warrior and Macho Man, yeah. it was like it was everybody was like, OK, it's a wrap for WWF. But then as I continued to watch it, I was like, this is just the same old shit. It is it, it, like and it, it, what really got it for me was, like I said, I say this and I, I continue to say when um when uh, uh, Shawn Michaels and them did that ladder match, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was a wrap for me. I was like, "Oh yeah, okay, I'm I'm straight WWF." That and then the Undertaker was running everything, and then that's when you had like Stone Cold first come in, you know, because he was Ringmaster, and then Stunning he came. Austin. Yeah, then he, he that's when he finally started coming back as Austin three sixteen, and then you had The Rock who was coming up, and I was like. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm one in of these it. days. We I'm need in to, it. One of these days, we need to uh, talk about how wrestling life would be different if WCW had one. <laughs> hey, I think that it would. That been. might just be the next one. You know, that just might be. You know what? We're gonna put that right. Put that down. We're gonna talk about that. That, that y'all gonna have to. If y'all want to talk, if y'all want to hear about this, y'all gotta tune in for the next episode because now that you actually said that, a whole bunch of stuff just popped into my mind. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we definitely gonna talk about that on the next episode um, for sure. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna run down a bunch of different scenarios for you on that mm-hmm. one because I see some wild and crazy stuff going on. If that did happen. Yeah, for real, for real. Well, guys, we appreciate you listening. You know, uh, these are your boys. I'm JD. I'm Jay. I'm Trey. And this is Over the Ropes Wrestling Podcast. Tune in next week for the talk of the day. Peace. Peace.